Enter the crib. Your strike back sit rep starts in three, two, one. Wait, do we go on zero? Welcome back, Meebers. We are really excited. We are bringing back the Meeber Roundtable. So we have five amazing Meebers on top of Deb and myself today. So if you guys can go around and introduce yourselves and tell us how long you've been a fan of Strike Back. Can't point at you because you're all in different places on everybody's screen. <laughs> Zoe, start us off. Hi, I'm Zoe. I've been a fan years i love the original and then the rebirth last three years ago it's gotten better and better every year hi uh <laughs> david uh i've been a fan since the first season us picked it up uh late in the season i started on cinemax watched it all i think that weekend and went back and watched the previous for the first first season the chris ryan's strike back which i think is how they call it here in the u.s or the prequel in, in the u.s even though season one and I've uh, been a fan ever since, and uh, one more. <laughs> Feel that. Hi, <laughs> I'm a newbie. I have never done a podcast. <laughs> Literally anything could happen. <laughs> but yeah, um, I have been a fan of Strike Back, back to the origin days, really. Richard Armitage, Andrew Lincoln, and Robson Green. Loved it, loved it back then. So yeah, and then picked up with the reboot, so... I can't remember most of it from back then, but I'll I'll give this a good shot. <laughs> You'll do great. Hi, I'm Kim. Um, I sort of came a little bit later to the party. I joined more when the rebirth happened, but I did go back and binge all of the old shows as well, and both are equally amazing. And I'm also happy to be part of the crypt too. Woo! Woo! Kim is the baby of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have gone back and watched them all, but I, I became a fan um, due to a certain little person called Jamie Bander. Don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> um, when he joined the team, I started watching. Um, and yeah, but I have gone back and watched all of the others. So I have watched the Scott and Stonebridge years as well. Um, but yes, I'm the baby of the group who only started with um, Silent War. But hello. <laughs> <laughs> Deb, should you reintroduce yourself? Do you think everybody um, knows us? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm Deb. And I've been a fan since the Richard Armitage days. So, and was thrilled when my favorite actor was announced as being a, a part of the first reboot playing Stonebridge and was already a fan also of Sull Sullivan Stapleton because I'm a serious Aussie television addict. And, you know, the rest is history. I can't even tell you how many times I've rewatched everything. We're talking 70, 80 times. <laughs> yeah. You, you pick up on a lot of details that way. <laughs> a lot of details. And Kelsey. Uh, yeah, and I'm Kelsey. And I started watching actually the second year of Philip and Sully. And then didn't actually go back and watch Origins uh until this past year and i call myself a super fan but yeah um basically <laughs> just never did so yeah all right so that is who you guys are going to be hearing from today we're going to talk about all our favorite moments uh and we are so excited so let's kick it off with your fight wait do we all oh. have our masks on <laughs> we all no. have our masks on. <laughs> it's in the car <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You'll have to leave. <laughs> you are too close, David. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hope you're all staying safe, and that joke, and hopefully, in two years, is no longer going to be relevant. God, please let it no longer be relevant. <sighs> okay, you threw me off, Deb. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for editing. All right, let's kick it off with your favorite fight of the season, and we are going to go to Zoe first. What was oh, your fight? thanks, Kels. Uh-huh. You're welcome. <laughs> um, favorite fight of the year, season. Raven's one shot in episode. It was one of the best. It was so, like, dark. You could see she was just trying to fight for her life, and it was a case of you saw her face go, oh, more people to kill more people to fight, when the hell are the rest of them going to get there? You know, Elin's just, just a little... She's not 
Mac's not wrong when he calls her a weapon, is he? Yeah. You know, she's just like a little powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah, she's that's incredible. All right. Gemma. <laughs> well, <clears throat> Zoe Zoe knows I'm I'm kind of going off on a tangent here with you know, I thought think outside the box because Think outside the box, because get Bamba like in there somehow, the Gemma. Gemma. Come on. My, fa- my favourite thing, <laughs> for sheer stupidity, was the Coltrane and Wyatt fight from episode nine. <laughs> Just for the sheer fact, it was so ridiculous. It was like two children uh, just having fisticuff fights. And it was just that tension needed to be broken, that Wyatt-Coltrane tension, which I think has been running like since silent war and i just think it was the best way to do it because they were just it was honestly the most ridiculous thing i've seen and it still makes me laugh i've rewatched it so many times it still makes me laugh and then obviously that means we got the best line of the season from a lynn afterwards as well so for me it was yes it was that ridiculous fight all right louise um i mean how do you guys narrow these things down because i wrote about <laughs> six fight scenes the one that obviously stood out majorly was the casino one right at the end for me. I mean, she just launches herself off a mezzanine. What is more ludicrous than that? Yeah. What is more yeah. over the top? <laughs> They're in a casino. <laughs> Who smashes up a casino? You know, it was it for me that it just really stood out. She brought her A game. It was near the end, so you know, she she it was her moment, really, to round it all off. I absolutely loved it. Another one that stood out just because it was just funny was where she twats the guy around the head with a frying pan. <laughs> I, I just thought, you see, I find the humour, I just love the, the humour in Strike Back. Yeah. And it's just those little moments, while it might not have been a dramatic fight scene, she finishes them off with a frying pan and I just thought it was brilliant. So yeah, I, I did find that hard to narrow down, but they, they were the two that I absolutely loved. Nice. All right, Kim. Yeah, that was a really hard, yeah, I agree with Louise. There's so many ones to choose from that were so amazing this year. I had also picked um, Novin in Danny's apartment, the same as Zoe, but I also have to say the one with Mac when he's at the shores of Temple Estates was amazing. It was brutal. There's so much action. The way the camera was moving, it made you, you just felt like you were there and this, you should be firing on things too. And the music and, you know, you could barely breathe watching it go along. Like knowing something is not, is not going to go well (laughs) to this, you know, it's sort of kind of emotional and fight together. Like you just, the tension building as he's as he's going through this gigantic property and just you know engaging when he's not supposed to and yeah it was just it was just incredible yeah you're gonna make me get all choked up before we even get to an emotional <laughs> moment all right david come on come on give us something not emotional please <laughs> yeah I, i'm fine with that uh, <laughs> uh honorable mention to me is the casino like Louise said i thought that was very good and i was kind of surprised that that was put in there last minute, and I thought it was great. Uh, but I'm like Zoe, and, and I think a lot of us are big fans of the, the episode four staircase Nova weapon. You know, you're a kid, you're a weapon kid. Like when Max said that, and it was great. Uh, the stuntman, even the stuntman in there, who kept the who kept the blood capsule in his mouth when he hit the wall and it splattered everything. I just I didn't think just brought a lot to it. It was phenomenal, and it's, that's why that was my favorite for fight of the year, best fight so far this season. Yeah, yeah. That's- that's so good. All right, Deb. Definitely. Every every fight on my list is a Novin fight. Um, I think that Alin just absolutely destroyed the fight scenes this year. And probably my one of my favorite aspects of, of the season this year was all of the sort of homage and throwback to different movies and um, things that had happened in previous seasons. To me, it's almost like the like Jack and the director sat around and said, you know, well, what can we take from the raid? And what's your favorite movie? Okay, La Femme Nikita. Let's throw that kitchen scene in, you know, that there was just so much of that. And it's so cool. But I definitely have to give it to the raid fight in the staircase by Novin. That was just incredible. 
Yeah, that that was going to be my pick as well. But since you all talked about it, I will say uh, <laughs> maybe not a technical hand-to-hand fight, but the assault at the beginning of Episode 7 when you have all the helicopters and everybody's in uniform and you have, you know, Wyatt is like a sniper. And that whole thing was so cool. And to see Paul Bittis in there, that was just, it was a cool kind of throwback to when, you know, Section 20 used to actually be a sort of military unit. I love how, you know, I just thought, I thought that was a great scene and, and felt like a really good way to transition from the sort of devastation of six and finding that like fun again. So that was mine. Hey everyone, what's your favorite (laughs) emotional moment? (laughs) Let's start with Louise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there could only ever be one, couldn't there? That. Max gut-wrenching death where, you know, blood is spewing out of his neck. But it, it's not really a scene, is it? It's, it's a whole episode. It's, it's not just a scene. And it kind of starts for me, it starts when he's in the therapy office and, and he starts crying. I think that that's the bit for me where my bottom lip kind of went. Um, because I think as well the camera's so close to him you can see the pain in his eyes and the anguish it's so raw Um, I mean PTSD as a subject is raw anyway so how they tackled that was was just incredible and I think it's a scene that you just want to watch again and again and again and I I have, I've probably watched it about four times you can just feel the pain and I think the rawest part about it is possibly Novin right at the end where she, she holds onto the wall I think if if you were to say to an actor, right, how, how show us how, what it feels like to lose somebody, that is that is it. And and if if you could hand out an award, probably this season it, it would be to Elaine for for that. How how she depicts that moment, it's just utterly incredible. Um, and I think anyone who's ever been in that position can can feel can feel that. Um, obviously, it's Warren, so. It's, I'm going to be interested in, in in episode six. He just act his socks off, and yeah, it, there could only ever be one. So that that is my emotional scene, definitely. Gemma, which Coltrane scene was your own? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if Louise is allowed to be warm biased, I'm allowed to be biased. This is all I'm <laughs> no, actually, he is involved in this, and I do kind of have two. Can I have like a little teeny additional one at the end? Right, here we go. My emotional... <laughs> Why am I laughing? My emotional moment was uh, the end of episode eight uh, with the killing of Zayef. Obviously not the killing of Zayef. We all wanted that dickhead to die. But um, <laughs> it was the whole thing from the point of Nervin going in on her own and almost about to like kill him. And then boys coming in and calling her Gracie. Every time they called her Gracie this season, I, my heart was just like, because <laughs> it was just like, it just sounds so innocent when they call her that. And it was just, I don't know. I think that was the moment where Max's death came to a head for them all. And then obviously you had like Zayef baiting them and them all just getting more and more and more to the point where you're going to lose control. And then obviously Coltrane did. And I just thought it was really beautifully done by all of them. I just think it was a moment where they kind of came together and then obviously it all started going a bit wrong in episode nine. But it was just, for me, it was a really emotional moment where they had all reached that point where they were grieving for Mac, I think. So for me, I just felt that was really, just really emotional. And can I have my little extra one, pretty please? <laughs> yeah. My extra. We might one. edit it out, but at least. <laughs> <laughs> I'm edit it out. I'm, just, I'm, I'm picking up Bamba. I'm allowed to pick up Bamba. <laughs> um, can I point out the Coltrane and Wyatt hug uh, after Wyatt rescues him in um, episode ten, which Dan let us know was Jamie's idea and it wasn't actually scripted and that literally tears at my heart every time I see it because you never see Coltrane as vulnerable really and I think at that moment 
he was and it was just really beautifully done so those are my emotional moments thank you is that the screenshot on your computer so <laughs> 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 i screenshotted it there to be fair uh, hey david what was yours uh let's make david cry yeah no nah. <laughs> this is this is this is why i don't cry i don't see it more than once <laughs> i can't see it more than once I watch it. I've, I've watched every episode, like everybody here, probably multiple times. Uh, I can't see. I can't watch that scene again of Mac. What they all meant to him, and uh, they came for you, man. They came for you. Yeah. So that's the part there. That's. Everybody, I'm assuming everybody has that one there. But I have one outside the box one, or not outside, but another uh-huh. one. Really, it's something. It was. It was actually my honorable mention for for WTF. But it's Novan. Novan with a bag. Oh yeah. Her breaking, mm-hmm. her breaking, she broke, you know, and I didn't see that coming. And first of all, I don't know how the, that went through on television, uh, even though paid or, or, you know, U.S., any, anywhere, uh, that they've let that much go happening. I don't know how she got talked into doing it. I don't know how Bill Eagles and, and Jack talked her into doing it. But that was a person who broke. That was a person who was beat. That was a person who basically gave up. And I, you never see that ever from her. You've seen from Sarah Covert three times last year, but it's a different story. Uh, but you never mm. saw her from her. You never saw her from her. And that is, like I said, it was my honorable mention for what TF because I didn't think how they talked her into it. But it's really my emotional moment because we all have Mac, you know, obviously what he meant to the team and what that happened in that scene. And they all mostly were raw and you could see it. And uh, like I said, I've only seen it once or maybe twice. <laughs> but the, the the bag scene was was mine. I've never seen her break, and she broke. And you never seen anybody break on a show, really, yeah. like yeah. like that. Am I right in thinking that it was a Lynn's idea? No, I don't know. I, no, no, it was scripted, but um, yeah. you gotta get talked you into. Know, she was all too. for it. She yeah. was like, but, yeah, let's go for it. But yeah, they all had talked about how terrible it was because she's actually, I mean, she's really happening, and they said it was, it was. Yeah, it was awful. So that good was good choice. Yeah, good Thank choice, you. David. How about you, Zoe? Well, everyone spoke about my top three, <laughs> um, and we're not even going into episode six because <laughs> I can't watch that episode. But no, I, I agree with Louise and German David. No, but I think the one my like backup one would probably be episode two when they're waiting for Matt to respond once the train's been blown up. Because each single member of that team looked like horrified that one of their own was on that train. And it's Coltrane's Mac McAllister. Are you there? Talk to And the relief on their faces when he does speak and you see him get up, you sort of go, whew. You know, they had that thing and it shows how much they've grown since I as a family and as a team. You know, that they're not willing to leave one behind, even though it means on sort of like, like a bad angle to carry on with the mission but uh, i agree with everyone else for what they said so far because this season has been emotionally destroying mm-hmm. yeah tell us about it <laughs> we cried for weeks and weeks and weeks waiting for you guys to find out oh my god uh, i think we saw like i think louise and zoe both tweeted things about like in the first few episodes about like don't let mac die and we were both like oh my god <laughs> I mean, every day messages between us going i don't want to did you see them tweet this it's gonna be terrible uh I mean, yeah. Warren always ends up brown bread, doesn't he? So I kind of <laughs> knew he was, the writing was on the wall, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And I think because he'd not had really, apart from, um, you know, the revenge when they killed his men in, in season six, yeah. he'd not really had a backstory, so I kind of knew it was on the cards. Um, wasn't expecting episode six, but we won't go there. Um <laughs> Kind yeah. of it might be a bit later, but there you go. Thanks, Jack. Tells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kim. Kim hasn't gone yet. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, okay, I gotta try and do this without crying. My emotional moment uh, was Ashley Novin and Wyatt 
um, in episode seven after Mac's death, and they are behind the rocks there taking stock of what's going on. Novin's kind of needling at Wyatt about his chain of command comment to Chetri, trying to, I think, get some sort of a reaction from Wyatt. And then Wyatt opening up and saying, like, they need to finish this. They need to get their revenge because part of him is still stuck in that tower with Mac. And then Novin going on to say, blaming herself that, you know, blaming herself that she's um, let him go off on his own. The two of them, you can see the tears both starting in their eyes. And then, you know, Novin sort of finishing off when she's like, you know, you're Bravo one now, like to Wyatt. And it just, I don't know, that part always gets me. Um, There was one other honorable mention that I wanted was Mac, Novin and Wyatt together in the sunlight outside doing their drinks together. And it kind of, Wyatt saying, we came for you, you know that you know, maxing how hard he tried to hang on. The interesting thing was, is their drink, when you watch episode five, as Matt got out of the vehicle with Chetri and Novin to go into the building, into the stock exchange, Wyatt had turned to him and said, drinks at sundown. And, you know, that was sort of their drinks at sundown. And then, you know, the comment with when Zarkova had left about the dead don't get their don't get to drink. And, you know, they said Coltrane, I believe it was, said, you know, she does this time and sort of Matt got his chance to have the dead got their drink this time too. So I don't know, those are my two. I kinda cheated like Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheating when we all do it. <laughs> Kels? Uh Okay, I like breathe through it, breathe through it. It's gonna be okay. Um, so, I mean, my first instinct is to, is six, obviously. Mac in the therapist chair when she's like, "What do you hear?" and he hears them coming, and it's not just him. It's seeing then the flash, the team, and and why it's like, "Hang on, hang on," you know that screaming from Dan while while mac is listening just to me gets me every time but we've talked about that a lot uh so yeah so we've talked about episode six i think a lot so i will say nine chetri uh just the like i've picked up bad habits from them uh and that little smile I'll let you have the death, Deb. How about that? It was the smile for me. It was the, I know I'm about to die, but I just fucked you over because I learned how to do that from the team. And Damachi's kind of like proud smile back. This very strange moment between our baddie and our hero of like, I fucked you and and the baddie being like, good job like to each other it just that moment was so stellar to me god they're just so good they're so good and both give so much in that in that moment deb what happens after that (laughs) well i had that whole that whole scene between chetri and Demachi. i just that entire thing was amazing and but probably the emotional moment at least for me that and Jack just did this season so brilliantly and he kind of broke us in episode six and then everything was just one more nail in the coffin as we were going along more and more and more. And it without doubt for me was that split moment of hope that she had that they were going to rescue her and then realizing that they couldn't and that, you know, she had done the right thing, and now it's over. But just that little brief second of hope that Jack dangled out there for her was devastating. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I also had a sort of a runner-up in the Zayef execution scene and how really it, it showed you how brilliant Zayef was because he knows what his future is going to be if he lives that he is going to eventually probably just be tortured to death. And so 
he used emotion to, you know, chase in the bullet. And he, he actually won in that scene because he got, he got so under Coltrane's skin that he got him to do exactly what he wanted him to do. So using that emotion of, and I think he actually probably was sincere in his whole forgiveness speech, but he also knew that it was going to, you know, the little barbs against the team and against Mac along the way were going to be his ticket to sort of redemption through a bullet. Yeah. I just thought that was brilliant. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely the Chetri scene for me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're on the other side of emotions and fights. And the other thing that we all love Strike Back for is those big reveals, those big mind-blowing moments that you're just like, literally, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) So let's talk about what the fuck moments. Kim, what was yours for the season? My what the fuck moment actually was Chetri's death. It's part of what Deb and Kelsey had been saying just her being so brave and facing down Ariana and, you know, seeing the team coming for her, seeing them charging across that open space. Their guns are blazing. They're trying to get that wall down. You see that hope in her face, like they're here, you know, they've got me. They can't get in. And then Ariana so coldly just walks over and assassinates her just right there and then while they're standing there watching and their reactions and I'm just like Jack why are you doing this like why do you have to why did she have to die too like we had our deaths like don't you know it was just they were so powerless to intervene and I'm just like like this whole scene was just so cold and so it was emotional but it was cold and it was just like to see her come that close and then just not, you know, the team not be able to pull it out, you know, and they seem to have spent so much of this season back on their heels. Like usually they're the ones giving chase. They're the ones that are forcing, forcing the bad guys to react to them. Whereas this season it was, they were always reacting to what was thrown at them rather than actually being able to get that headway against the villains and that was sort of that and the other a small one was uh spencer talking to coltrane you know telling him that he failed and that if imperia is used they will have no protection it was just sort of like what are you talking about like these these are your team you created them for your purposes you're they're doing your bidding and then you're just gonna you know turn your back on them and it was just you know, it just made me really angry. It was yeah. like, what are you, what are you saying, James? Like this, why are you doing this? So anyway, those are. Yeah. I snuck two in again. <laughs> Sorry. All right, David. Okay. Uh, I'm also interested in the two in. Uh, like I said, the, the first one, my honorable mention or my runner up, like I said earlier, it was the plastic bag. How the fuck do you agree to that? You know, like that. <laughs> How, how's that conversation go? You know, so we want to put a ba- plastic bag away. It's safe. It's safe. Don't worry about it. What? <laughs> Bill Eagles drinks. I don't know what's happening. Or how, how, I'm not doing it. I don't know. God bless her. She did it. I couldn't. Um, but my other, my real what the fuck moment, and it's kind of like outside the box, and I, I think uh, Gemma will like this, I think, is Coltrane. You didn't show up. You right? Didn't show how do you not show up? You, Sarkova, Istanbul. Sounds like a good weekend to me. I don't, I don't, uh, it's not a week if you play your cards right. Uh, I don't know how you not show up. <laughs> and I think Sarkova said, or at least in the podcast she was talking about earlier, that she believes she showed up. Yeah. So, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? What the, uh, <laughs> And 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 can I also say like that block for me was probably one of the funnest ones I've had in a while to watch because them earlier in that block all going to the party, uh, Cheddar's all dressed up in red. She looks good in red. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Jamie Bamber, man, you look good in a lint suit. Yeah, always got a great tan. Uh, <laughs> I'm not and, gonna disagree. <laughs> and and, and, and Zakova, black dress, high slit. Where do you hold a weapon? Where do you put a weapon at? That's <laughs> great. 
Yeah, that was mine. That was mine. What the F right there. And let's not forget Tonya. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. The, uh, the leather pants. Yes. <laughs> All right, Gemma. Uh, what's, what's your uh, what's your follow-up to that, then? <laughs> well, you know, I know that this is going to be really, really crazy for you. I've got feedback now. now. It isn't a culture in moment. What the fuck? What? That's done. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold the front page, people. No, uh, well, he's kind of involved in a. Yeah, he's, well, he's kind of involved. Uh, my what the fuck moment was a Chetta's double double cross. So obviously, double crossed, and we're all like, what the hell, Chetta's? But you kind of could see that one coming. Um, and then obviously, there's that moment when um, James has been shot. And Coltrane's like, you've got the intel, you need to get it, you know, safe. And she's like, I will, I will. And I'm like, yes, Chetters, trust the boss. And then she goes and double, double crosses. And I just wasn't expecting that. So I think that whole end of that episode, I was like, no, what, what, the, what the fuck? What, what, no, 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 don't do that. No, what, you, you, you can trust him. He's a bit rogue and that, but, you know, aren't you used to that yet? You know, it's like kind of their thing. Um, so yeah, that was my what the fuck moment. Just because I wasn't, I was expecting the initial, but then after that, the way that she said to him, "I, you know, I will, I'll get, I'll get it safe, sir," and she, she sounded so sincere. And then it was like all of a sudden, no, actually, no, I'm not. And it's like, whoa, okay, where did that come from? So yes, that was that was mine. Yeah, that was a big what the fuck moment. All right, mm-hmm. Zoe. There's too many to choose from this year. There was just so many of them. <laughs> Mine's a little bit out of the box. I only watched the finale about three days ago. Uh, Novin getting shot as they escaped on the boat. I was like, what the fuck, Jack? Why would you do this? <laughs> like, why would you shoot her this close to the end? You know, we've already lost Mac. We've already lost Chetters. You've kind of made it so that Darkova can't come back from any of it. What? Are you getting out of shooting Novin? And then that follow-up scene in the forest where she's falls and Coltrane catches her, and it's just like that. What the fuck, Jack? Why? Why are you putting us through this last bit of anguish just so that you can like be like, oh, but she lives. You know, she lives a bit later. Don't worry, <laughs> she does survive. <laughs> we just want to make you all on the edge of your seat for the next twenty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That was cute. I like that little, oh, but she lives. <laughs> All right, Louise, what about you? I wrote down for this, Ariana DiMacci, what a bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in there, because, I mean, her whole character for me was what the fuck. I mean, she starts off quite unassuming as, as Ivana does. She's a brilliant actress, mm. loved her in Banshee massive girl crush on Ivana she's just incredible and she starts off very unassuming she's very um typical Albanian gang mother I'm gonna tend to your wounds and you know I don't like you being with these people and then a few episodes later she's slotting a son with a knife in ruthlessly in in cold blood not even a flinch not even a a Oh, I'm so sorry. It's just, oof, she slotted it. That was the what the fuck for me because it was immediately then you kind of go, hang on a minute. There's only one person, there's only one type of person that kills like that. And that is a special forces operator. So you, you, see, you see then, even if you've not picked up on any signals, which I never do, because that's me, um, it's, that's the what the fuck them because you know there's something more to this woman. She, she's not who she says she is. Um, and then obviously it goes on to welcome back, soldier. Yeah. Two terrible accents, by the way. And, <laughs> and you know then, she's bloody Russian. <laughs> I think Warren put on his Twitter quite hilariously that his mother had said exactly the same thing. Bloody Russian all along. Yeah, I just I just thought that was strike back gold. Absolutely. And yeah. I love that. So that was my what the fuck. Yeah, good. All right, Deb. Yeah, I had several written down. All of them were Dimachi. Uh, you know, 
any episode she was in, we pretty much got a what the fuck moment out of out of Damachi, and especially the the reveal of her as a Rus- Russian agent. I mean, we've had some awesome reveals on in every season, but that was the one that just came out of nowhere. Like, what the what? She's what? Okay, <laughs> dirty rotten Russian bastard. But my major what the fuck moment <laughs> was the truck. what the fuck the truck (laughs) that's all i have to say because i've said it before but that fucking truck just take the truck (laughs) (laughs) okay so i would say episode eight as a whole for me like the cheddars doubled up across ariana kills her son the russian thing i've never been so shocked on strike back as that i did not see that coming by from a mile away but i'm actually gonna say my biggest what the fuck um i still it's like my only complaint about the entire season because i think the season has been stellar is wyatt's change of heart in the finale and that we saw him in episode nine like brutally killing that Russian spy. And that look on Dan's face, I mean, he went some super dark place to 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 do that, which was he's just so good and I think didn't have quite as much emotional chance this year as he did last year. But that was intense. And then we pick up and he's like, No, I tried that. I don't want to do it anymore. Yay, butterflies and happy and I'm not gonna kill anybody and I'm not in it for the money. And I was like, what the fuck happened to Wyatt like I so I guess my what the fuck is is really literally my 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 only complaint with the season is I think that was I still don't understand what the fuck happened (laughs) so because I remember saying to you when we were watching live I remember yeah. like obviously Sir Coltrane like suggests it and I'm I even tweeted I was like well Wyatt's gonna be up for that yeah. and then it was like <laughs> yeah because well, exactly. it seems yeah what? it was it was weird so that's my biggest yeah, what the fuck ah. so deb oh no you already win <laughs> like so the fucking truck kelsey it's the, the truck, truck. <laughs> can i just point out he wanted to drive a boat that's why he didn't take the truck wait what did you say he wanted to show his little boat riding skills uh-huh. Oh my god, it sounds like you're saying a bird. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, that's not bird. A bird. What version of you? I heard bird also. <laughs> I apologize for my accent. Yeah. I, am, I have a very flat accent. I am from the north. I said boat. Boat, boat, boat. Boat, boat, boat. Now say smoke. All right. Um, well, I can't as, <laughs> so as you guys know, uh, we have been super lucky to have an incredible cast and crew who have supported fans and this podcast in, in a really amazing way. Um, and I think even though it's been happening for two years, Deb and I still, when they will say we listened and then get really specific about something that we said uh, to show that they listened, we're always like, Oh my God, oh my God they <laughs> I can't believe that, you know, really uh, it's, yeah, it's like ex- it's extremely touching. It's very um, appreciated. So we thought we would give this opportunity to you guys to, to say, give a message to them to say thanks or what the fuck, or we love you or we hate you or whatever it is you would like. Uh, so this little next segment goes out to all the cast and crew of Strike Back. And um and we thank you guys. So we are gonna kick off this time with Louise. Oh no pressure. Um, <laughs> I would say actually to to Jack, thank you for how you dealt with PTSD. It's it's without going too deep. I've got a family member who suffers from PTSD, and it's quite a strong link because he actually served in the Balkans. Um, like Coltrane. So this this season in particular for me was very personal and I'd like to thank him for how they dealt with it because I th- I think it was super sensitive and quite beautiful and also it needs highlighting it's 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 a huge problem and um yeah thank you thank you for how he dealt with it it was absolutely amazing 
Warren, if you ever fancy following me on Twitter, <laughs> it's not an issue. Um, just, yeah, hit the follow button. I'll take a screenshot if you want to knock me off after that. That's fine. But <laughs> I can then pretend to everybody that you follow me. Yeah. Do you want to give me your address? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Fair. All right. Gemma. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> as I said at the beginning, um, I started watching Strike Back because Jamie was joining the cast. And then set up Jamie Bamba fans because there was all of this incredible, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that we were getting, and there was nothing there to, like, get it out to fans and, and to support support Jamie so um that's why I set it up and he knows this he's I've told him enough times but um his performances have have meant a lot to me um in helping me deal with uh my own anxieties and uh insecurities and so for him to join a program and then a cast who are just absolutely just incredible and so warm and so welcoming like each and every single one of them I think I have been have had interactions with because of of this program and then not only that but then meeting um you lovely lot who um I am sure are going to be friends for life it's just to to, to discover like-minded people because of a show that brings us all together like, like I keep saying, 20 are a family and we are an extension of that family and they've just welcomed us in so much. So I'm just very grateful personally to Jamie for joining this incredible show and giving us the wonder that was Alexander Coltrane, but also just to everyone and to Jack, just thank you so much for just being awesome. That's it. <laughs> um, Zoe. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not going to destroy Kels, I promise. <laughs> I don't want to make you emotional. <laughs> no, I just want to say thank you to the entire cast, the entire crew. They, You saw what they got up to behind the scenes. You saw how much training they put in. The time they spent away from their families, their kids. You know, everything they put in. Even whilst they were still filming, they were still training to bring us the best strike back. And for someone who, when they first watched Retribution, went, nah. They aren't Scott, they aren't Stonebridge. To now literally be sobbing at every episode this season says a lot. And I think a lot of it is down to the car. They're incredible. The fact that they interact with us, that you and Debs have had the pleasure of talking to so many of them, and that you give it to us as as a you know, an extension of that is amazing. And like Gemma said, I am so very grateful for me having you lot in my life so that even when the times are a bit shit, as they are sometimes, <laughs> you know, I have somebody that I can talk to who I can get everything off my chest and who to whom you can all do back to me. And, you know, as Gemma said, we will be lifelong friends. I can see many more Christmas card groups <laughs> and other <laughs> celebrations coming forward in the future thank you to not just the cast and crew but to all of you as well oh, Sorry. Uh, Kim. <laughs> oh uh, okay i could try to do this without saying crying i had to write it down the strike back has been a show unlike anything else it's been amazing to watch but it was also a show that you could savor it you could go back and watch it again and discover another whole level to the show and i mean that's down a lot to jack and his clever writing um it's just been amazing i'll never get tired of re-watching these episodes to the group of actors mac wyatt novin coltrane cheddars you all i couldn't imagine a better group i couldn't imagine anyone doing a better job I just want to thank you for bringing <laughs> these characters to life. 
bringing these characters to life and for all their hard work and dedication and sacrifice it really is truly appreciated to the whole cast and crew past and present you know i just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart there's been many happy hours watching the show talking about the show again forged some amazing friendships that i will always treasure uh thank you seems so inadequate actually and deb and kels thank you for including me in the crib you know, for doing the podcast. You guys are amazing. You brought a whole new level to the show. And I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. David. (laughs) Save us all, David. Save us all. Uh, Okay, okay. (laughs) First, start with the words, uh, thank you. Thank you to all. Thank you to you ladies for doing this for us. Thank you to uh, the show. And I the show, I mean, the cast, the crew. Um, I started watching the show years ago. Obviously, like I said before, the first season, and there's always been a different feel about the show. Uh, I started following MJ Basic and what he did with the show, and uh, gave me the, the behind-the-scenes stuff that I needed and the cringe for, because I, I just need that stuff when it comes to, comes to TV shows I get into. Thank you to Jack. Thank you, Jack, for continuing Strike Back as Strike Back, bringing back old crew members, keeping certain crew members, casting the right people. The right crew, the, the the bringing in the right people, continue strike back, keep it the way it was. We all know it, the show evolves in certain ways and certain things have happened to the show, but it's still strike back and it always will be strike back to me. Uh, thank you to Warren Brown uh, for uh, for leaking the trailer <laughs> for season. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah. this is gonna, this is so happy for this. I'm so happy for this. Uh, thank you to the ladies of, that are on the show. You'll prove that you can lead an action show. You can lead an action movie. And I think that's great for everybody. I think the world needs that. And she get more of that. Alin, how are you not a superhero <laughs> next season somewhere? You should be. Cheddars, everybody, Sarkova, everybody who played in the shows. Uh, thanks to Dan McPherson. Uh, when I saw you got cast, I was like, I think I know who that guy is. I think he's the guy from APB. And then I started following him, and he gave us so much behind-the-scenes content that I love and needed. And he started replying, and he answers fans, and watching his IG lives after the show was great. And it was like something, it was like the highlight. Like, you got the show, you got the, you got the IG live with Dan, and then the next morning you wake up and you got the podcast. I'm great. I'm good. I'm good for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so uh, I just want to say thank you. Uh, uh, thank you to the other people who don't. To the editors, the cameraman, Sean Murray, you're unbelievable. Your work is crazy good. I, I do work a little bit in TV, so I, I just to see what he does and see the behind-the-scenes stuff is unbelievable. To see the way Bill Eagles and all these other directors they brought into the show work and, and have their own two episodes Content and continually keep it together. That's that's just unbelievable for me to see that the continuity and from season to season losing people, losing getting more people, and everybody still be straight back is great to see. And thank you again for everybody for, for letting me have that for ten years of my life. All right, Deb. Oh, oh gosh, Kels. Um, yeah. How do you start that? <laughs> and you know we've we've said our thank yous to Jack, but I think. Just thank you for letting us in. Thank you for trusting us. And thank you for listening. And now I'm going to cry. Thank you, especially to all the behind the scenes people. Um, I think if there's any show on television that really makes it clear that it isn't just the actors, that, you know, the actors are sort of the cherry on top, that this really is an enormous team who puts this show together. And we've known that since for 10 years, there's always been that give and take between cast and crew um, that, you know, all the pieces that go into this show. And thank you. Thank you to all, all the people on the crew who were so willing to come out and talk about what they do to Bill Eagles, to Paul Wilmshurst, to all the directors, you know, the camera guys, the makeup person, um, producers, editor. Oh my God, that was like, who would have thought that one of the best interviews we had was from the editor? 
but um, you know, people that nobody thinks about who were so willing and um, so giving when they came on the show and um, especially to the actors who trusted us with so much. Okay, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll say first, Deb, thank you. Because I came to you a couple of years ago and said, hey, I have a wild idea. What if we did a podcast? And you said yes without question. Um, so thank you. And thank you for being the best strike back podcaster partner I could ever hope for. Um, to Jack, you thank know. you for, again, a wild idea of this fan that you had interacted with a few times saying to you, hey, we're going to do a podcast. You want to be our guest? Uh, and maybe share some facts. And he was like, yeah, I'll share facts every single episode and introduce you to anybody else you want to talk to. And, like, just went so far above and beyond and is genuinely, like, the nicest man in the entertainment business. I just cannot... (laughs) Just amazing. Um, And thank you to all the... Yeah, the the crew that that supported us from the beginning, Nula and Frazier and Andy Morgan and you know, coming on and chatting with us, you know, Andy reached out to us to tell us he was a producer. That was amazing. That was mind-blowing. Deb and I were like, holy shit, somebody likes (laughs) us enough to want to come on. Like, that was, that was incredible. And, you know, Michael Wood for, like, just cracking Mm -hmm. us up in his incredible, you know, just everybody. And, and of course, Barada and Alin and Jamie and Dan and Warren for being the absolute most amazing, open, welcoming cast that we could have ever hoped for. You're so talented. Uh, we will be there. We cannot wait to see what's next. Um, thank you for letting us be a little part of your family. And to all the fans, and especially the fans on our round table, thank you guys for supporting this little fucking podcast. <laughs> like the first time we like anybody listened we were like oh my god people might listen to this and it has blown up and we just never expected that it would be what it is so anyways thank you thank you thank you and that's a wrap on strike back thanks and tune in next week for another need to know session at the crib follow us on twitter at strike back crib out (laughs) 